The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Monday full day opening day edition. DraftKings has you locked and loaded with four or five slates. They brought some more out today. We have a 12 game all day slate they released late last night or this morning. The nine game early slate that's been out and about for a while, then some small slates to whet your degenerate appetite. We will break down the 12 game slate the best we can, as quickly as we can. And like we like to do, let's kick it off with the weather as there are some concerns. Uh, on a good note, the Marlins-Nationals game in Nationals Park, the first game of the day, wind will be blowing out hard to left center field. Maybe a couple Strauss bombs given up on that one. Definitely some possibilities for some Nationals dong, but we will talk about that later. Moving on to the Brew Crew. Thank goodness they have a roof because it's going to be pouring in Milwaukee, so you tailgaters beware. Enjoy your brats in a raincoat. In Baltimore, wind blowing out heavy to left center as well, similar to Washington. Shocker, they're right near each other. Rain possibly late, late, late in the game, but I doubt it even has an impact on that one. One to definitely keep your eye on, and it's a big bummer, is the Phillies at the Reds. Two pitchers to just stack up against, and there is some definite rain chances. During game time, 40 to 60% chances, and it gets thick with thunderstorm chances as the evening goes on. Keep an eye on Great American Ballpark rain chances there. Likewise, in the Midwest, the Detroit Tigers at the Chicago White Sox. Wind will be blowing in heavy, plus we're talking 90-plus percent chances of rain and thunderstorms. If this uh, weather report stays accurate, highly unlikely we see a Verlander-Quintana matchup, which is a bummer. Loved me some Verlander. Loved fading Quintana in that one. Not happening likely with that weather concern. Slight chance of rain in Minnesota between the Royals and the Twins. 30 to 40% chances. Hopefully that one backs off there. Other than that, we're looking good. Rain's blo- or The wind is blowing out nicely in Oakland at Oco Coliseum between the Angels and the A's to right center field. Two pitchers we're stacking against. I like some lefty bats with Oakland and a couple with the Angels. Definite nice looks on that one. Let's get into some of the Vegas information. Your heavy favorites on the day is Steven Strasburg and the Nats minus 200 over the Marlins. 
You have the Mets with Thor minus 171 over the Braves and Tehran. Boston minus 165 over the Pirates. And other than that, oh yeah, there's this guy named Clayton Kershaw pitching in Los Angeles against Chulis Chassin and the San Diego Padres. He's a minus 370 favorite. That is just asinine, folks. Asinine. Over-under in that game is only six. The Dodgers might get that on their own. We will talk about that later. Outside of that, low total. There's a low total in Thor's outing. Washington, seven and a half. Everything else is eight or higher. Very nice offensive outlooks on the day, weather permitting. Uh, Philly, Cincinnati was over under nine, but we know that one's up in the air. One sneaky one we will talk about. The only other game at the moment, obviously these can change as the ones from yesterday changed from the recording. Pittsburgh and Boston, Garrett Cole versus Rick Porcello. Over-unders at nine at the moment. Juice on the under, so people are favoring the under. But still, Vegas set it at nine, telling you there's going to be some offense. I already like some bats in that game. That made me feel a lot better looking at that one. We will break that down as well. But uh, everything else, eight, eight and a half total. So there should be some offense. Um, as we stated yesterday, opening day, you're expecting some aces on the mound, definitely. But definitely some uh, like uh, bats to target. Um Sucks that Philly-Cincinnati game's up for grabs. That could be ugly. But let's get into the starting pitching on tonight's slate. And we will start with the uh, four pitchers over 10K. You got Kershaw at 12-8, Syndergaard at 11-6, Verlander at 10-2, and Corey Kluber at 10-1. I'm not going to spend all day on Kershaw. As you, if you listened last year, uh, when Kershaw's pitching, you pretty much throw him. It's 12-8. He's like the Russell Westbrook of Major League Baseball DFS. Um, I'm not saying, you know, put all your money on your Kershaw, build some lineups without him, definitely, because anything can happen, especially early in the season. Not all pitchers are up to par yet, but Kershaw's on a league of his own. The guy is extra special. It's going to get a, a boatload of strikeouts against, I'd say, maybe not even AAA caliber Padres lineup. If you want to be nice, we'll call them 4A. Um Kershaw should just have a field day. Six plus innings should be no problem. Should. Um, and he's going to just rack up the strikeouts in that one. So you definitely want to have some Kershaw exposure tomorrow. He should be. Well, I thought Bumgarner would be high owned today. He was he was less than Tanaka and Archer. Um, Kershaw, maybe the price tag scares people off. But you definitely need a piece of Kershaw. Same goes for Noah Syndergaard. He'll be at home against the Atlanta Braves at 11-6. Another guy that's just going to rack up the strikeouts, even if he gives up a few runs. We're talking, he's one of the few guys like a Kershaw and a few others. Double-digit K performances are definitely in the books. Uh, we mentioned that with Archer going into Sunday's slate for Monday. Four is a great option. If you want to save $1,200 on Kershaw, go for it. The Braves have had decent history against Syndergaard in the past, but some of those numbers was when he was just fresh and baby in the league. He just gets better and better and better. We don't want to go too deep into spring stats. He brought it this spring. He is the talk. Of, he's talking the talk right now. He's going to want to walk the walk. He's been saying he wants that Cy Young Award. He wants to be the man. You got to beat the man. Syndergaard is the man. Uh, at 11-6, definitely, definitely need some Syndergaard lineups. Here's a little secret. I built a Kershaw Syndergaard lineup last night. There is some value bats. It's not the most appetizing looking lineup, but it's definitely usable, and I like it a lot. Other guy I was looking at was Verlander. The rain scares me a bunch, but uh, similar to uh, 
the Archer situation for Sunday with the Yankees lineup. That White Sox lineup, it has some thump in it, no doubt. But overall, once you get past the, you know, the meat and potatoes, the first one through four or five bats, it definitely lightens up. Uh, Verlander, high K potential. Saw the Verlander of old last year. I, I believe we see that again this year. If, for some act of God, that 90% plus rain disappears, I love Verlander tomorrow because it'll be nasty overcast weather. The wind's blowing in against a bad lineup. He's a great play, but count on rain on that one. Kluber, I'm just going to avoid. He's in a matchup with Darvish. You got decent K potential, but in Texas, hitter's yard. Um, he's, he could light the world on fire. There's other options I will target. And, uh, heck, I almost you can save $1,100. We'll move to the 9000 range. You can save $1,100. And throw you, Darvish, who I like a lot. Cleveland's offense is very, very talented, just like the Texas Rangers. But him and Kluber are 1A, 1B facing off. So the win probability is going to be difficult. But Darvish does love to get them some strikeouts. If he can give you five-plus innings, which I believe he will, he's going to get you seven, eight-plus strikeouts and uh, get you a very nice chance at a win. But uh, you never know. 9K, I probably won't have any Darvish. But if you're going to pick one from that game, I would go you, save Kluber for later. The other $9,000 pitcher was Steven Strasburg at $9,900 at home against the Miami Marlins. Strasburg, as we know, is a headache for season-long owners, but that's what makes daily fantasy so great. You can flock to Strasburg one game at a time when you know he's quote-unquote somewhat healthy. He was very good. Uh, He was better on the road last year than at home. But he fared very well against the Marlins in 14 innings pitched, three earned runs, 17 strikeouts. is better than a K per inning. And he was averaging almost 30 fantasy points per game on DraftKings last season against the Miami Marlins. This Marlins lineup does not scare anybody. You got Stanton. Ozuna's okay. Yellick's going to be a very good ball player. Outside of that, some mediocrity at best. Reed Muthel's not bad, but really not a lot to get scared about in that lineup. Um... Strasburg, if he's just locating his pitches, should give you a very, very, very solid outing. I expect his ownership to be somewhat high-owned, but Strasburg, very nice look at $9,900. You could avoid all four of the over 10K guys and start with Strasburg, and, and he can still have a very solid setup to your day. Moving into the $8,000 range, Rick Porcello at $8,800 at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. We'll start us off with two things. A, it's a little worrisome. With that over-under 9 total, I think that's more on the Boston side of things than Pittsburgh's. I like Porcello to get stuff done. He is the reigning Cy Young Award winner. He should get his trophy tomorrow, I'd imagine. I'm not sure if that's how they set it up in Boston. I didn't look that far into it. But two things to be a little concerned about with Porcello. He doesn't strike out the world, but he does give you innings. He's got good whip, good ERA. So he's going to keep runs off the board, hopefully minimize runners. $8,800, not the worst play in the world, but limit your upside potential. I like him just for the fact against the Pirates. That Pirates lineup does not scare me at all. If you listen to any podcast I've done talking Pittsburgh Pirates, they're in a world of trouble this year. Polanco's good. McCutcheon should bounce back. Where do you go after that? Marte should be pretty good. But then you got Josh Bell with a question mark. you got Cervelli behind the dish. you got Mercer at short. Uh, Kang's not there, which is huge. you got Freese at third. Many question marks when it comes to Pittsburgh, so it's a decent look for the Rick Porcello-led Boston Red Sox. 
the other $8,000 pitcher might be my favorite pitcher of the day. I'm worried he's going to be extremely chalky, but deservedly so. Cash games, I absolutely love him. I will be rolling him out in GPPs. He will be my highest-owned pitcher. Uh, I might be square on this one, and I will be square. And I will go down in a flame flame of glory or a flame of disaster, depending on how he does. I don't care. I am all in on Danny Duffy. I'm in on him on season long. I'm in on him tomorrow on the road against Minnesota. Minnesota, that lineup does not scare anybody. They used to be mashers against lefties, but first off, the weather's going to be cold, wind likely blowing in, so the ball's not going to travel that well. One thing to remember about early season baseball is the weather definitely dictates things. Wait till you get into June, July when things heat up, the ball flies a lot more. Take advantage of this with certain pitchers. Duffy, big strikeout potential um, on the road against a very, very lackluster Twins offense. Given Sano could run into one, Dozier can run into one. Buxton can be a sneaky play. I'll mention him later when we talk about if you're fading Duffy. There are options. Overall, I love me some Duffy. Last year against the Twins, 20 in the third innings, seven earned runs, 18 strikeouts, nearly a strikeout per inning. He's going to give you six plus. He's going to get you six plus strikeouts. At $8,600, I really, really like the upside with Duffy. Uh, He will be heavily owned in my world. Hopefully he is in yours as well. And hopefully we end up cashing with some Danny Duffy action. And this will not be the last time we use him. Remember last year when he was hot, he was getting close to five five digit pitchers most nights. And he's starting out this year against the Twins at $8,600. Let's take advantage of the pricing. Let's attack it. Moving on to some value plays. It gets really, really sketchy. Some of these aces might pitch well, some won't. I'm just not willing to take the gamble on someone. I like some of these other arms so much. We're going to look into John Gray as a gamble. He's on the road in Milwaukee. Some would say, great, he's outside of Coors. Well, first, Gray pitched great in Coors last year. We've mentioned that many times. Also, Milwaukee is a very good hitter's ballpark. So there's two things to be worried about. But first, Milwaukee's lineup isn't the world beater. You got Braun, you got VR. You know, Broxton might be able to do a few things. You don't know what Thames is going to bring to the table. Overall, not scared of their uh, their offense. At $7,800, I like the upside with Gray. Decent strikeout potential. He had one start against Milwaukee last year. Six innings, two earned, ten strikeouts. Milwaukee likes to strike out, folks. They have a lot of young bats, aggressive bats. Good bats, don't get me wrong. But they're young and aggressive, and they're not quite there yet. Um, for $7,800, good upside. He was averaging about 17 fantasy points per game last season. He had 25 in that start against Milwaukee. I'll take my gamble on some John Gray at 7800 This one could blow up in my face very easily, so buyer beware. Don't go too heavy on John Gray. But when everybody's looking at, you know, say Danny Duffy or some of the other big arms, you can either match them with Gray and have some good value, or if you want to get real crazy, Make him your ace of the day and mix with somebody below. But Gray should, should be in for a nice day. Looking into another 7K pitcher, and this one makes me want to just hold my breath because it's going to be all or nothing. And I'm going to probably have a lineup with him and a lineup stacking against him. Ricky Nolasco at $7,000. Yes, I did not stutter. Ricky Nolasco at $7,000 going up against Oakland. Two things I like about this. It's Oco Coliseum, pitcher's yard. Now, the weather report with the wind blowing out, slightly scary. But he is a veteran pitcher. He will know what how to locate. He's going up against Graveman, so he's got a good chance at the W. He is the favorite on the road. 
Um, last year against Oakland, he actually threw very well, 27 innings, 11 earned, 17 K. So he didn't light the world on fire, but he wasn't horrific. Um, it's not ideal. This could be, it's something, like I said, it's an all or nothing play, but if you want a cheap punt option, Alaska is one of the better cheap punt options on the day. The other two cheap punt options, and I'm not going to go too deep into these because I probably won't have any exposure to them, but they're there if you need them. Kevin Gossman at $6,600 at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. High strikeout potential. The Blue Jays, uh, they lost Encarnacion, which helps a lot, but Morales is a nice look. You got Bautista, a couple other options, but uh, Gossman could be in for five, six, maybe even seven innings, but probably five or six. He likes to... The pitch count rises on that boy, but big K potential uh, and uh, 6,600, not a bad value play at all. The other value play is in that Nolasco matchup, Kendall Graveman. This is a scary one, trust me, but for $5,600, he's barely more than the highest priced bats. So you already are taking on the gamble. He uh, finished the year very strong, overall okay season. He struggled a bit against the Angels last year, but nothing different than the Lasco. 23 and two-thirds innings, 10 earned runs in four starts. He doesn't go deep into games, but uh, and it gets you minimum strikeouts, but he pitched really well at home last year, 3-3-9 ERA compared to 4-8-0. $5,600 if he's getting you 15-plus points, hopefully closer to 20. Very solid outcome there. I like him a bit in that one. Like I said, Angels are a minus-115 favorite, nearly a pick em. $5,600 if you want to completely punt. You know, you want to match them with Kershaw, but still leave money for your bats. Match them with Thor, whatever. Graveman's not a bad option. But just beware, it could get ugly in a hurry. That's what happens with punt arms. They could get ugly, but when they pay off, you are in the driver's seat right out the gate. Plus, we'll talk about it with the bats in this late game, LA, Oakland, and some other late games. The ownership levels will be extremely low because everyone, especially on a full-day slate, Everyone's going to be degening out on those early games. They'll forget about these late games. And if these guys do go off, Merry Christmas. Moving on to the bats. We're going to attack it in a... We'll do position by position today. If you guys start wanting to give feedback, if you'd rather have me do game by game or position by position, let me know. I can break them down for you. I'll go by position now and then I'll measure some stacks later. We'll start off at the catcher's position and the highest price catcher I am looking at on tonight's slate would be Russell Martin. I mentioned Gaussman as a punt option, but Martin at $3,900, decent pot potential and an offense that, if they hit him, will go off. My top catcher option on the day at $3,400 will be Yosmani Grandal going up against Chassin. You've got to love yourself some Grandal. Um... Lefty against that horrific arm. Somehow he is their ace at the moment. Uh, $3,400 seems like a steal. They mispriced the Dodgers. We're going to mention them a lot. It's in LA, not San Diego. The ball should be able to pop out there. It's going to be actually kind of warm out here on the West Coast. Grandal at $3,400. Phenomenal play. Love him a lot. Love a lot of the Dodgers, which kills a Giants fan to say. But when you got Kershaw throwing, their bats should go off. That's why I said the over-under at 6 I still like the over because I see the Dodgers scoring and scoring well. Because even if you get past Chassin, that bullpen is horrific. That's something to remember on a lot of these early season games. Sure, Archer went seven and threw over 100 innings. A lot of guys aren't going to do that this year. 
this early in the season. So you're going to get some bullpens. Padres are a great bullpen to attack, so buyer beware. Moving on at $3,300, Salvador Perez. Like him quite a bit against Irvin Santana in Minnesota. But if you want to go in the 3300 range, barring a rainout, which sucks. That's why I absolutely love that Sensi Philly game. You could game stack that and be happy. I loved Cameron Rupp at 3300 against Feldman. Great look there. Matt Wieters, 3200 at home against Edison Volquez is a nice sneaky low price play at 32. Keep your eye on Matt Wieters. I see him having a much better offensive year this year than last year. He's a much better hitter than he was last year. And last but not least, your value catcher of the day. Um, we will mention a handful of these players. From the Boston Red Sox, Sandy Leone at 2,900. That's a steal going up against Garrett Cole. Cole's a massive fastball pitcher. That's why I love the the, the Bo Sox in this one. At home, Sandy Leone. Remember the over-under 9 in that game? Your value play is Sandy Leone. So at catcher, I'm liking Grandal and Leone. And the Rupp, if that game doesn't rain out, those will be my three main targets on the slate. At first base, we have quite a few options. So another thing to look at, and we'll start seeing it now, a lot of players are multi-position eligible. Some make you scratch your head how they got those positions. We'll get to those too. But keep that in mind when you're building your lineups. You might like two of these guys in this tier, and they might have eligibility elsewhere. Blow it up. Your top price first baseman, Joey Votto at 4700 if the game gets in. Lights out play at home in that band box against Jeremy Hellickson. Votto, phenomenal play at 4,700. Move on to 4,300. Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles, first base and outfield eligible, so you can use him either or. At home against Marco Estrada. Estrada's a very good pitcher, but it's all about location for him. If he's hanging his pitches, bombs away, boys and girls. Pay attention to Crush Davis. Kendrys Morales at $4,100. Absolutely love him. Same game, lefty, same theory as Fre- as Chris Davis. Going up against Gossman, another fastball pitcher. If he's not locating well, Morales could have a nice first game with the Toronto Blue Jays. Back to the Cincinnati Philly game, we got Adam Duvall, first base and outfield eligible at 4K. That's a steal for a guy that's easily got double dunk potential. He is like the Pedro Serrano of Major League Baseball. It's in-house or out-house for that boy, but in a game... Uh, in that ballpark against Hellboy, in-house is a lot more likely than out-house. Moving on to the Dodgers. Here's another one. Dodgers stack will be happening tonight, folks. We will definitely get into that. Adrian Gonzalez at $3,800 against Chassin is a steal. Uh, I figured him to be priced closer to Chris Davis or even Joey Votto against Chassin. But Adrian Gonzalez, $3,800. Lock and load. Another really nice play at $3,700. Eric Hosmer. At the Minnesota Twins against Irvin Santana. Hosmer, the Royals are a nice sneaky stack in this game, weather permitting. But Hosmer, nice play at 3,700. You saw him rake in the WBC. Free agent year. He's going to have a big season. The stroke was is ready to rock and roll right out of camp. Like him a lot. Another Cincinnati Philly game. Tommy Joseph at $3,700. I had him stacked in a couple lineups. Might have to alter all these things. But Tommy Joseph, another double-dong potential candidate in that ballgame. $3,700. Pay attention to the weather. If you want to punt a low-owned first baseman, he's first base and outfield eligible, Brandon Moss of the Kansas City Royals. Make sure he's playing first. Should be DHing for them. But he's eligible at first base and the outfield at $3,500. Could be a sneaky left-handed bat against Santana. The Twins bullpen is a mess as well, so that's why the Royals are a very sneaky play in this one. 
Likely a rain out in Detroit and Chicago like we spoke about, but I like me some Victor Martinez against Quintana. Everybody loves Quintana, and I have nothing against the man, but he has been hittable in the past, and the Tigers have some nice right-handed bats against Quintana. V-Mart, big fan there. I didn't mention Miggy because he's banged up. Make sure he's playing, but if I had to pick one of the two for first base in that game, I'd go Victor Martinez and save about $1,000. In the Colorado-Milwaukee game, you got Travis Shaw, first base and third base eligible at 3500 If you're fading John Gray, Travis Shaw, sneaky, low-owned play. That ball's going to fly out of there. The mayor of Ding Dong City will become the mayor of Ding Dong City, Milwaukee branch pretty soon. He's going to love that ballpark. Another nice sneaky value play late slate only should be extremely low owned. Like I'm talking crazy low owned. CJ Crone of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim against Graveman and Oakland. If you're looking into fading Graveman or just stacking that game and fading both pitchers, CJ Crone at $3,400 will be very low owned. Very nice play there. I like CJ a lot in this game if you're going that route. Another low owned play, first base and third base. Or, yeah, first base. And third base, I believe, in the same game. Yeah, first base and third base. At $3,300, Ryan Healy for the A's going up against the Lasco. Um, sneaky power potential. Going to be hitting right in the middle of that lineup. you got to like yourself some Healy if you're going that route, playing the Oakland-LA game. Last but not least, Uber value. Mark Reynolds, if he's playing. you got to make sure he's playing. Parra might be playing first and said, and we'll get to Parra later. If Reynolds is in that lineup against Junior Guerra of Milwaukee at $3,100, absolute steal for his dong, double dong potential. Moving on to second base, we kick it off with Daniel Murphy, who's second base and third base eligible at $4,500. It's a high price tag, but against Edinson Volquez, Daniel Murphy is a phenomenal play today. One of my favorite plays. He's pricey, which sucks, but he is a phenomenal play. We saw we hit last year. He's going to be a high average guy with some nice pop potential. Hitting in that order that should put up some runs tomorrow against Volquez. Daniel Murphy, very nice play at second base. DJ LeMahieu, second base and third base eligible, just like Murphy. $4,300 against Junior Guerra. Great play there as well. Fading Junior Guerra is going to be a very popular play, but a very smart play, especially as the year goes on. Ian Kinsler at 4,200, another guy I love fading against Quintana. I really, really liked Kinsler today. And uh, if they play that game for some act of God, Kinsler is almost a must play for me in at least one or two lineups. He should have a good day against Quintana. Here's one of the dual position eligible guys that really confuses me. Odabel Herrera, second base and outfield eligible. How we got second base, I am not sure, but we will take it at $4,200. Um... You can sneak him in. Instead of having to waste an outfield spot, you can put him at second base and get some nice value hitting in the middle to to top into that order against Feldman. Again, watch the weather, but Herrera, very, very, very good play at $4,200. If you want to fade Dallas Keuchel, the Mariners are a sneaky stack against the lefty. We're kicking it off with Gene Segura, second base and shortstop eligible. These guys that are dual eligible, I'm not going to mention them on their other position. Just take note of it now. But you can play him at second or short. I like him either place. $4,200, a bit pricey. But getting towards the top of that order with Cano, Seager, and Cruz, all guys that like to hit lefties. Segura should be good for a couple base knocks, hopefully, if you're fading Keiko. I like Keiko to have a good year, but this, this position sets up nicely, and the ownership should be extremely low, as many don't like to fade Keiko. 
I really like Seattle as a sneaky low on stack for tomorrow. Jonathan Scope, $3,900 second base and third base eligible as well. Uh, he's, he's there for the power potential against Estrada. If you feel like going off the radar a little bit, Scope, sneaky, good play at second base. Cesar Hernandez of the Philadelphia Phillies, another play I love in that Philly-Cincy game. Should be hitting towards the top of that order at $3,800. I love him if that game gets in. Cesar Hernandez, I think if you have more than one or two, three lineups, whatever, you have to have a Cincy Philly stack of some sort in there. If you want, if you have more questions, hit me up on Twitter. I'll help you pinpoint guys so you're not like super chalky, but this game's going to be high owned and for rightfully so, especially cash wise, you need to have some action in this game. If somehow Feldman and Hellickson have a one nothing shutout, tip your cap, move on. But this game has blowout written all over it. Jose Peraza, second base and shortstop eligible, $3,700. Another player in that game. If you want to save $100 on Hernandez or move him to shortstop, Peraza should be able to get on base, steal some bases if he gets on base, kind of like the Billy Hamilton model. They will let him run, and they'll let him run a lot. So Peraza, sneaky, sneaky DK play because he'll get some nice points for stolen bases, hopefully score some runs. Like him a lot tomorrow. Last but not least, value play at $3,300, Chase Utley. Again, another left-handed bat against Julius Chassin. Make sure he's in the lineup, but Chase Utley at $3,300. Sneaky, sneaky play that um, I'll have. Moving on to third base, the hot corner. There's some higher-priced bats like normal here, and you got to like them. got to like them a lot. I'm not going to go deep into these because you know their names, you know why. Manny Machado, 5,100 against Estrada. Great play. Arenado and Machado's also shortstop eligible if you're inclined. Arenado five grand against Guerra. Arenado big things this year should start off with a bang. Donaldson forty nine hundred against Gossman. You gotta love Donaldson, always good there. Remember Murphy dual eligibility as well. Moving on to our our game Cincinnati Philly. Michael Franco at forty two hundred dollars. Sneaky sneaky cheap for a guy with big dong potential. Nick Castellanos at 3600 if they get that game in, which they probably won't. Fading Quintana, love him a lot. My favorite play, if you're not paying up at third base, and I know many have talked about it, and rightfully so, would be the Ginger Hammer, the young Justin Turner, $3,500 at third base against Chassin. Okay, so maybe you're saying, wait, he's not left-handed. We've been saying all lefties against Chassin. People, don't forget, Justin Turner mashes right-handed pitching. Like, better than left-handed pitching. This guy is nuts. $3,500 in the middle of that order, like I said, that should destroy Chassin and the, the Padres' bullpen. Justin Turner at $3,500, max play. If you're only playing a couple Dodgers, we'll get to them later. He is the first one on your list. If you want to get a little value here at third base, Mike Moustakis at $3,200. Just like in season-long drafts, he was undervalued and overlooked. He might be well overlooked and undervalued at 3200 Love him a lot against Urban Santana. Another one, and it depends if the Tigers-White Sox game gets put in. Check the lineup to see if this individual is in. But this prospect, he's third base and shortstop eligible, had an outstanding spring, got him a roster spot. If he's playing, it could be a sneaky play, and it's a total punt. But for $2,700, Jacoby Jones could be that guy. Decent power, good average, can run a bit. So if they put him in the right spot and they put him in the order, keep an eye on Jacoby Jones. Keep an eye on him for the first few weeks. His prices won't change as fast. He could be a nice punt play on some nights. I have a good feeling I will be mentioning him 
a few more times in the upcoming weeks. Moving on to the shortstop position, all aboard the fade Junior Guerra train yet again. We're going Trevor Story at $4,600. Story, I picked him to be the home run leader. I didn't want to go super chalk, so we went uh, Story. Like him a lot. Look into Xander Bogarts, third base and shortstop eligible at 4,400. Middle of that order for Boston. I think Cole gets beat up in this one. Back to fading Chassin, we got Corey Seager at $4,400, that left-handed bat right in the middle of the order. We know what Seager can do. The kid can absolutely rake. Make sure he's healthy. I'm not going to be on him this early in the season, but if he's healthy, he could be in for a big game tomorrow night. Did not want to just overlook him for you guys. Going a little cheaper now, $3,500 Cincinnati Philly game yet again. We got Eugenio Suarez, third base and shortstop eligible. Some pop in that bat. Another guy I've, I used a lot, usually leads off. Check the batting order now. It might be a little different with Hamilton, Peraza, the works. But if he's hitting towards the top of the order, I like this a lot more. If he's at the bottom, not so much. But still should be some offense in this game. Zach Cozart, shortstop, Cincinnati Reds, $3,400. He's sneaky good. He's averaging almost seven fantasy points per game. Uh, he's usually in the 3500 or less range. Good value, uh, good pop once in a while. He'll, he'll, he'll win you some GPPs on occasion. Another guy, Marcus Simeon, third base and shortstop eligible at 3300 We love Simeon. We like him a lot more against lefties, but still a good value play against Ricky Nolasco. Will be extremely low-owned tomorrow night. And your punt play at shortstop if you're not using Jacoby Jones. Alcides Escobar, 3200 usually leading off for the Royals. If he's leading off or batting second, phenomenal play. Gets on base, steals bases, scores runs. You're not drafting him for dong potential, but you're drafting him for the other things. He will steal or attempt to steal, so you're, you're loving those chances, and he will score runs. Very sneaky play leading off for the Royals in a Royal stack. Alcides Escobar. When it comes to the outfield, there's tons of options. I won't go too deep into the top options, but you have Trout at 53, Harper at 51. We all know Harper loves opening day dongs, so there's something to have on a piece of him tomorrow. Mookie Betts, 52. I love Faden Cole, like we mentioned. Your top 5K guy, in my opinion, actually is worth 5K. Is Charlie Blackman. He gets overlooked quite a bit when these other big names are on top of him. But going up against Junior Guerra in that ballpark, Blackman at 5K. If you're only going to buy one 5K guy, I buy Charlie Blackman tomorrow. I think he's in for a huge game. I think the Rockies are in for a huge game. Blackman's in for a huge season, but tomorrow it starts at 5K. Trey Turner of the Washington Nationals, outfield and shortstop eligible at 4,900. Gets on base, steals bases. You know what Trey can do. When he's running and shit, he gets doubles and the triples, singles and the doubles. Those fantasy points rack up. Trey Turner, very, very nice look. Pricey, but good. Just like Blackman, we got Cargo for the Rockies at 4,800. He is definitely a nice look tomorrow, potential. I still would pay 200 more for Blackman, but if you're going to double dip, it's a good double dip, and it is possible. I have done it. You can definitely do it with the pitching options available. Jose Bautista, 4,700. Giancarlo Santin, 4,600. Similar theories there. You're playing for the dong. Hanley Ramirez, first base and outfield eligible, 4,400 against Garrett Cole. I think he'll be heavily overlooked tomorrow night. I like Hanley quite a bit. If you're going with our Seattle stack, Seattle against the lefty, who do you play, folks? Nelson Cruz at $4,400. Love me some Nelly tomorrow going up against Keuchel. Um, Nelly just absolutely matches lefties. We talked about it before. We've 
we've rostered him so many times last year, and it was almost like routine. Somewhere throughout the night, it was at least every other game, if not like 67% of the time. Oh, look, Cruz against the lefty, dong. It was just, it was, it was almost a given. Obviously, it's not going to happen every game, but your percentages are much, much higher in this scenario. We won't get two BVP, but in 22 at-bats, he has three dongs against Nelly Cruz. I mean, against uh, Dallas Keuchel, my bad. Mark Trumbo, $4,200, sneaky power potential against um, Estrada. Jackie Bradley Jr., $4,200. Not a bad price against Cole. I'll probably be avoiding him. I, if you're going to go with another outfielder besides Betts, we'll look at Benintendi at $3,700. But Benintendi is going to be heavily owned. So that's why I mentioned JBJ. Out of the outfielders, he should be the lowest owned to get some exposures to Boston. Not a bad look with Jackie Bradley Jr. at $4,200. Ioannis Suspedes, 4,200. Nice dongage potential there against Tehran. The Mets should be able to put up some good runs against the Braves uh, tomorrow. Christian Yellick, if you're fading Strasburg at 4,200, is a nice looking play. Will be extremely low owned. Can hit Strasburg quite well. Uh, let me give a quick look here to make sure it's not a complete loss, but. I remember him doing things in the past. He's a little banged up, so make sure he's in the lineup for one. I saw his day-to-day, but I also saw he's going to be good to go. Who knows what these reports really are. He's taken them deep once, but nothing too crazy against Strasburg. $4,100, you got two base stealers, Billy Hamilton and Adam Eaton. If Hamilton's leading off, I like that a lot more than Eaton, because Eaton, for some reason, they have in the middle of the order. But um, definitely two guys to look at to get on base and score. The White Sox game doesn't get rained out. A guy I absolutely loved as well was Justin Upton at $4,000. I thought he was a phenomenal play going up against Quintana. Very strong look there. But, um, yeah, I keep mentioning the game just to cover my bases, but that one's looking very, very bleak. I even had a uh, follower tweet me about an hour ago saying the weather's horrific. It's just it's not looking good at all on that one. But uh, keep an eye on Jay Up. For the Royals stack against Irvin Santana, Lorenzo Cain at 3900 is a steal. The Royals are always low-priced. We've mentioned it in the past. you got like Low Cain for 39, Hosmer 37, Moss 35, Salvi Perez is 33. you got Moose at 32, Escobar at 32. Lots of cheap options there if you want to do a big stack or a mini stack with the Royals. Chris Davis with a K at $3,800. Great late-night low-owned play. Um, I don't care if it's righty or lefty. Obviously, lefty you prefer. Either way, though, he's he's got that home run potential. His average is even looking better. He can steal bases. $3,800, his production could be equivalent to like a Bautista or a Stanton for like $1,000 less. I like Chris Davis a lot. Um, you can have that upside potential and save cash to spend elsewhere. Another $3,800 option is Gerardo, Gerardo Parra of the Rockies. Uh, could be the starting first baseman, should be the starting first baseman, especially with Junior Guerra, the righty on the mound. Could be a sneaky $3,800 play. Another sneaky $3,800 play. Check to see if he's in the lineup and if the game plays. But for the Philadelphia Phillies, Michael Saunders, $3,800 against Feldman. I think Saunders will be overlooked quite a bit because no one's really talking about him in that lineup. But he can mash in that ballpark against that pitcher. We remember he had a three-homer game and a couple other big dong games for the the Blue Jays last year. He could be in for a sneaky good one on the opener against the Reds. I mentioned Benintendi at 37. Another $3,700 will be 
Carlos Beltran of the Astros. If you're in the fade Felix Hernandez train, which many are, I didn't mention a lot of Astros, but Beltran and Reddick are nice options there. Jock Jams at $3,600. If you're in, if you're stacking the Dodgers, you play Jock Jams at $3,600. Great play there. Worth $3,600. I love me some Calhoun at $3,500 up against Kendall Graveman with that wind blowing out to right center the way it's going to be blowing out tomorrow night in Oco Coliseum. Cole Calhoun, $3,500, is massively underpriced for the potential you can get in that ballgame. Mentioned Buxton at $3,400 if you're in the mood to fade Duffy. Another $3,400 bat, Jay Bruce. Absolutely love him going up against Julio Tejeron. Uh, nice cheap option. Power potential, gap potential, run producing potential. Jay Bruce, $3,400. Danny Valencia, third base and outfield eligible. Mariners versus lefty. Valencia mashes lefties. Remember him in Oakland last year? He was an auto play against lefties. He faced Keuchel quite a bit last year and did very well against him. Um, Danny Valencia, sneaky good play at 3,300. They kept him as their starting first baseman. Extremely small sample size. Only 16 at-bats. But he's hitting 500. And and out of four of those eight hits, two doubles, two homers. Obviously, obviously small sample size. This is not what you need to go off of. But for $3,300, that's just a small dose of what he does against lefties is what I'm referring to. He loves hitting lefties. Danny Valencia at $3,300. Very sneaky play. If you want to go super, super value, uh, if you want another lefty against Chassin, you have Tolls of the Dodgers at 2900 Should be their starting left fielder, especially as right-handed pitchers. So that's a decent punt option. Another phenomenal punt option if he's in the lineup and it's a late game, so you have to be ready to, to bob and weave and hope you have extra cash because you're not going to find anybody else this cheap. But if he is starting and you are paying for big-time pitchers, this is as much of a must-play as I can think of. Matt Joyce at $2,400 against the lefty in Nalasco is phenomenal. Not to mention, again, extremely small sample size, but he's 5-for-9 in his career against Nalasco with two doubles and two homers. To say he sees Nalasco well, it's not accurate because it's a small sample size, so the BVP monsters can go back to bed. But he rakes against righties compared to lefties. They brought him in there to face righties. He should be in the middle of that order. I like Matt Joyce a ton at $2,400. If he is in that lineup, please play him somewhere. He might go 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts. Tweet away. That's fine. But for the $2,400 value, it just takes one base hit, maybe a run scored, and you are a happy camper. And he has that power potential to do so, so much more. Matt Joyce, I hope when we record tomorrow, we can talk about how much we loved Matt Joyce. Well, that gets us through the diamond, folks. Quick recap. Pitchers I'll be targeting. You got to love Kershaw, Thor. Make sure that happens. Keep an eye on the weather. If Verlander somehow plays, I love him a lot. Um, Danny Duffy, 8,600, must play for me. John Gray at 78, sneaky good play as well. Like those pitchers a ton. Here are your quick stacking options. My favorites, Philadelphia, Cincinnati. Cincinnati against Hellickson. Philly against Feldman. I like Philly more. You got Rupp, you got Tommy Joseph, you got Odubel Herrera is a great play. Cesar Hernandez is a great play. Don't forget Michael Saunders as a great play. Cincinnati side of things against Hellboy. Peraza and Hamilton near the top of the order stealing bags. Love it. You have um, Joey Votto at $4,700. Can't go wrong there. Even if he doesn't show up, that's a great play. 
A um, couple other bats, Cozart, Suarez, stuff to pay attention to there. Colorado against Junior Guerra, that's a great play. Uh, Charlie Blackman, Cargo, like we mentioned, Arenado, Story, they're all high-priced bats. If you want to go a little cheaper, you got Gerardo Parra at 3800 Not a bad look there to get a little Rockies exposure. I love me some, uh, I mentioned the A's against Nolasco. Joyce, $2,400. Do not forget Matt freaking Joyce. Ryan Healy, you have Chris Davis with a K, Simeon, all decent options there. Seattle, lefty against Keiko. Nelly Cruz at 44 is a steal. In the uh, last season, he'd be almost 5K or more against the lefty. That's a steal. Danny Valencia at 3,300, third base, outfit eligible. I didn't mention Cano or Seager. They hit lefties well if you're interested in that. Check the lineup. Maybe go Zanino cheap behind the dish. Uh, they might have another right-handed option out there to target. But Valencia, Cruz, maybe smash another one in there. Nice look there. I like Detroit against Quintana, Kinsler, Upton, Castellanos, V-Mart. Game's not likely to play, though. Mets against Tehran is phenomenal. Jay Bruce, 3,400. You can go as Drupal Cabrera cheap at shortstop, Neil Walker cheap at second base. Yohannes Suspedis, always a good look as well. New York should be a nice little mini stack. I wouldn't go full bore. Mini stack is a good look. Boston Red Sox against Garrett Cole is a sneaky, sneaky stack that I love. Heavy stri- uh, fastball pitcher. Boston should have some fun. You got, remember, JBJ in the outfield at 4,200 is the middle priced outfielder. Should be the lowest owned because you got Ben and Tendy at 37. Bets at like 52. All good options, but just weigh, weigh your, your risk reward. Bogart's short or third base eligible at 4,400. Nice look there. Sandy Leone, super value behind the dish at 2,900 if you just want to punt the position and get a good piece of action. Love the Royals against Irvin Santana. Super cheap, like we mentioned. You got Cos- Hosmer at 37, Escobar at short at 32, Moose at third at 33. You got Perez behind the dish at 33, Low Kane for 39. Lots of good options. Paulo Orlando's probably starting. Tons of good options for a nice Royal stack. If you're going to stack, though, I really encourage you to get Hosmer and Kane in there, and then you can mix, mix and match around there. But I really, really like some Hosmer in that game if you're going to put him out there. You can stack Baltimore if you want. Washington against Volquez is good. You got Harper, Trey Turner. Um, Weeders behind the dish for 32 is a nice look. Murphy, I love Murphy at 4,500. Second base, third base eligible. But they're pricier bats, just like Colorado. So there's some cheap stacks to look at there. Some high-owned stacks. The best stack of the night, Dodgers at the Padres against Chassin. Even though this is late night, like I loved Oakland for a reason. This one might be higher owned just because... You got Kershaw, so everyone's paying attention to that game already. Everyone knows Chassin's a hot, flaming pile of dog crap. Um, you have to play Justin Turner if you're playing Dodgers at all, 3,500. Grandal for 3,400 is a great play. Jock Jams for 36 is a great play. Adrian Gonzalez for 38 is a great play. If you want some Chase Utley for 33, it's a great play. I love a lot of these plays, if you can't tell already. Tolls value in the outfoot, 29. Even Puig is cheap in right field. All these guys are super cheap. But start with Turner, Grandal, and then go to either Aegon, pay up for Seager if you want, Jock Jams in the center, super cheap, mix, match, have some fun. Most importantly, guys, pay attention to the weather. A couple of games we mentioned, um, sketchy weather, Detroit and Chicago looks really bad, Sensi Philly looks rough. The rest, the rain should hold off. Remember, follow Kevin Roth on Twitter. Great, great weatherman, keeps you updated 
early morning and throughout the day. But uh, let's have fun. Three-game Sunday slate was fun. It's a nice tease. Games are still happening. But we're going to kick it off. 12 games on Monday. It is officially opening day. Let's have some fun. Let's cash. I hope we do. I hope this helps. I'll take all the feedback you guys have. If you want a different format, let me know. Hit us up. Check us out on Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, SD Radio, MLB DFS Quick Hits. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com. You can find me on Twitter, at BDNTrek. Uh, it's going to be a blast, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's cash. Good luck tomorrow. Enjoy the day, and I will catch you guys later.